Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the Seven Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph. And today I have with me some fathers who have been happening to be entrepreneurs. Father need love too. So I'm here to shine light on that, on what it's like to be a father in the entrepreneur world. So without further ado, I'm gonna let these fathers introduce themselves and then we'll get into it. All right, I'll go first. My name is Frank Cruz. I'm a carpenter slash house renovator slash house entrepreneur slash house flipper slash, you know, it's just about my my money. <laughs> and my baby boy, of course. And my baby boy, of course. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. What's up? what's up, y'all? I'm Derek uh, Whitfield Sr. I'm a graphic designer, um, illustrator, um, and you know, there's there's not too many slashes with me, but definitely a dad. You know, <laughs> definitely a <about> my- <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all from? Well, I'm from the Bronx, Bronx, New York, from yeah, San Diego, sure. California. But uh, definitely served in the Navy, so pretty re- well traveled. So I've been everywhere. So yeah, awesome. Thank you for your service, man. Oh, for yeah, sure. for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out the service too now. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you too. You too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Frank, I know you from way back. You was on Evander playing football. <laughs> yeah, right. In high school. Jeez. That's crazy. You go way back. Good old days. For sure. Right, but I'm, I'm out in Albany now, the capital. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, be- a lot better for the business. It's a lot better. more smooth. Is it better for like uh, the family and everything? Yeah, absolutely. That that's for sure. That's the reason why I stood up here it was for my son. My son's What's three years old. I've been up here three and a half years. You know, going on four. So as soon as you know that belly was there, you start thinking about everything. I reevaluating mm-hmm. my life. I was like, yeah, you know. And it everything work. You know, sometimes it's best to get away. For sure. You actually get to focus on yourself. You know, and not have too many outside distractions. You you allow who you want into your world once mm-hmm. you get to step away from everybody. Facts. So I like when did a, you, a lot more better when, for me. When did y'all um start doing like your entrepreneur stuff? Like did the entrepreneur side come first or did the, the children come first? Mm. Might might have been well, I was always well, I got into the union. When I was probably, I just turned 30. I got into the union probably 22, 23 years old. I got into the Carpenters Union. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was my first sign of some real decent money. You know, and that was an eye-opener. Let me see, like, all right, wow, there's, there's ways to get decent money outside of, you know, the four corners that I surrounded myself, you know, that I kept myself surrounded by. Mm-hmm. So that was my first light of it. And then, yeah, I guess once I had my son, you just start thinking of bigger, better ways and, what I can leave for my son, you know, that's when I actually start thinking like, oh, it's not like, like if I go today right now, what, what the fuck did I do in my life? You know, what importance did I leave? Mm-hmm. So it took me to have my son to actually think about that. Like, yeah, I got to start doing something. And then, like I said, I was up here and then first I was just trying to get a job. You know, my baby moms gave me an ultimatum. You know, she's like, you better choose New York City or your family, motherfucker. You know, so I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I was like, shit, I think. <laughs> I was like, right. I was like, better not complain. Broke. I was like, you know, I'm gonna be broke. I was, just, I was making well, I'm basically forty dollars, uh, forty dollars an hour. I was like, better mm-hmm. not claim broke for a little bit. Like, I'm coming upstate. These numbers is a lot different, you know. So I started out minimum wage. Got a house renovation company that my little brother was working for, and then I just started working for them. 
soaking everything in, trying to learn everything possible, just the work-wise and the business. Then I start hearing the numbers they're talking about. And then, you know, just everything just starts opening up more. Like, oh, wow, I could do this, do that. Like, oh, you can get a house for this much and sell it for how much? Or I could fix this bathroom and get $5,000 for it? What? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this bag over here. So it's probably, yeah, I guess once once I had my son, once everything started, like, yeah, you know, like, that's when I want to make everything, like, Give you big new talk, you know, like, yeah, like, big boy things. Yeah. yeah, so entrepreneurship came for me, like, probably, like, when I got out the Navy in um, 2015, you know, shit, I was getting married and, uh, you know, pretty much, like, when I when I got out of the Navy, that's when my family came about, which was like weird. It was like, you know, shit, I felt like in the Navy, I could have, you know, did more for him. But, you know, when you get out, you know, your, your old lady pregnant, and you get married and shit, and you got a son on the way, you like, shit, you know, you got to make this happen. So, you know, being an artist, I uh, definitely have a lot of fun with what I do. But, you know, I definitely took it very seriously, you know, definitely couldn't be no uh, starving artist, you know. So and then being a graphic designer, there's not a lot of it's a lot of those in the movies. A lot of starving artists. Right. So being a graphic <laughs> designer, especially a black one, you know, they really don't don't hire uh African American graphic designers for whatever reason. I think it's like three percent or less. To, wow. To yeah. Wow. So, I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. So pretty much when I got out the Navy, uh, you know, I pretty much walked into business. And then uh, entrepreneurship has always been in my family. And then in uh, my neighborhood in San Diego, Southeast San Diego, it's like uh, a lot of black owned businesses was there in um in the 80s, a lot of brick and mortars, like barbershops, uh, food spots and shit. And so I was always around entrepreneurship um, from a child. So, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of a natural thing to go into. For sure. For sure. Is it like tough juggling the two between having a child and working? You go. Ahead, Sometimes it can be. Sometimes can't be, especially now that me and my son's mother separated. Mm-hmm. I find my, but now I tell my, you know, you definitely got to tell yourself that money is not that, like, money is very important, but when it comes to your children, it, your children have to come first. So, of course, you know, you got to work, do what you can, but because a lot of times I like to just work. I'll work with work, but weekend comes, like, no, no, no. No matter what, even if it's a deadline I'm trying to meet, like, no, I got my son. Sorry, you know, emergency, sorry. No, I got my son. Gotta, so it is hard, but it isn't, you know, because I know, yeah, I know who comes first. I think it's a little easier on me um, being married because, you know, you always have that, uh, that support. You know, my wife has been hella supportive from the jump, like, you know, definitely, uh, you know, took care of certain things to allow me to, you know, do my art or, you know, do my business. But I feel the same way, uh, you know, Frank does. I, I'll work, work, work. But, you know, like, just like yesterday, my son wanted to watch some stupid-ass TV show, you know, and it, just because he wanted to watch it, it was like, hey, I got to shut it down early, you know, probably pissed off a few clients. But it was like, you know what, hey, the work is taken care of. I get at you tomorrow. You know, my son, he want to spend some time, and I, I can't get those days back. You know, mm-hmm. he going to grow mm-hmm. up, you know, and you can't get that childhood back. So, you know, and I, me not having a father, I know how important that shit is, so. Definitely, and I'm and I'm making sure my son, you know, loves me more than he loves his mother. No matter how no matter how bad that sounds, I make sure he remembers me. I take him out all the time. Every read him books. When it comes to the weekend, he'll make he doesn't even like me on my phone. 
you know, he'll be watching something, he'll see me on my phone, he'll just say, Dad, ah, da, da. you know, put his face <laughs> in my face. I can't even, I'm like, all right, you know, put my phone down. Because yep. again, you know, again, I only get them on weekends. So like, is it like, do you feel like a pressure when it comes to like the business, like money-wise? I know you said it's not all about the money, but like, I know some business, like they have like dry seasons where like there's like a drought of money. So like, you ever come to a point where you're feeling a pressure, like it's hard to like support or like, in the beginning, I said, in the beginning, I would have a struggle during the winter season. But after a couple of years, you learn to schedule things, you know, until I have a lot of inside work during the winter time. It's just learning the business and just finding ways to make things easier on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like, um, yeah, there's a, a pressure, but I think when you you know, when you're a parent and you're an active parent, like there's a pressure, but then also like, you know, you'll definitely do what you got to do to make sure, you know, your, your people are taken care of, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like, uh, Frank said, I have dry seasons too. Like I know usually mine is around the, the new year or, you know, like the holiday season, nobody's looking for logos or none of that shit, you know, around the holiday season. So it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, you every year learn to put your money away during the year. So when the holiday season come around, you know, you got that, you know, you got that nesting, mm-hmm. you know, so kind of learn some other things. And then also I've always kept like, um, you know, just little side gigs just in case, you know, business slows up, you know, cause my thing at the end of the day, you know, your, your kids can't eat no, uh, you know, when, when, a, when a grocery bill or the rent bill is due, your yeah, kids, yeah, exactly. you need that. Exactly. You know? You gotta make it happen no matter what, you know. So yeah, yeah. So what do you, so what do y'all, can't get full off of love, <laughs> that's for sure. So what do y'all turn to when like you have like the the low seasons of stuff like that? Do you like do something else or like you just like thug it out? Yeah, or you could just look for different ways to invest some money, you know, start doing some stocks here and there. Mm-hmm. Like now, like like sometimes when I have some all time, I'll start doing some you know some research on nfts right just trying to find different ways to make money you know i was even thinking about what they got the amazon sellers you know just keep thinking of different ways just make income Mm -hmm. speaking of nfts um speaking of nfts Derek right here he does nfts so like y'all two could connect for sure oh yeah yeah yeah, i would love to get into that i'm trying to you know i'm trying to learn it was that the non-fungible tokens trying to learn some stuff about them well, you know, I don't like throwing myself into something that I'm not too confident in. Right, right. Yeah, I've been kind of training myself on um, NFTs and stuff. I'm going to release my, like, kind of release it slowly, just like, you know, because I want this to last. But in the next couple of days here, just release my first um, art piece or whatever. It's like a Nipsey piece I did. But, uh, yeah, man, just getting a lot of eyes on the work. But, I mean, when it is slow, like, I know back in the day, I drove like Uber on the side and shit. Like I don't, it, I don't give a fuck. I'll dig ditches. I don't care, you know what it is. I've always been a worker type of person. Like whether it's get your hands dirty or sitting at an art table, it don't matter to me. But um, lately, I've been definitely looking into for sure, like NFTs, online stores. You know, having a product as a graphic designer because I've always done like, you know, T-shirts or whatever. I know NFTs is big right now, so doing different, yeah, very getting ready to do that. So yeah, yeah. How about what's that? Uh, the, what's that? The, the metaverse real estate? 
Oh yeah, that, I hear. I don't know nothing about that, but I hear it's crazy though, man. Right? It's, yeah. What's going on, man? I'm trying to get into all that. You know, I I feel like there's a there's like a window that's open right now. You know, we just and most of us, you know, we just really need to take advantage of it. Honestly, that's why I try to spread as much information I can about everything. You know, just food, money, spirituality, just any way I can. I try to feed people some type of information. Does that mindset come from being a father or you think that just came naturally? What's that? Just trying to spread yeah. like information out? Yeah. I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. You know, because I, I I found myself at a very different place than I was a few years ago. And it could have been because I had my son. A lot of things also happened during my breakup, you know, because that mm-hmm. was one of my lowest times in my life. And I feel like mm-hmm. I turned that into the, one of the greatest times of my life. You know, I turned all that darkness into just great, you know, just all light. You know, I turned all that darkness into straight light. So it was like a, a mixture of just a lot, you know, a lot. I've just been having a lot of trials and tribulations in the last few years. And every every step back I take, I take two steps forward. You know, there's always a step back where you just keep going. No one's for sure. I don't know. You know, might have happened because my son, or maybe you know, maybe not. Just hey, as long as it happened, you're a better person now. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I fucked around, started meditating. Mm-hmm. Told my if I tell myself five years ago I'm meditating, I laugh at myself. <laughs> All right. No, seriously. No. Oh, no. No, I can relate because I, you know, I know before I joined the Navy, man, I was a little fucking wild child, man, like back in the day. And so um, I know I seen a brother meditating. I was living in Chicago at the time with my parents and I seen a brother meditating outside. And I remember making fun of the cat like, oh, yeah, this yeah. harnessing the seat or something like clowning this dude to his face. You know what I mean? And like uh-huh. laugh at those guys. You know, now that you're in the, in the trenches of business and all that stuff, and that, I think that shit does have some pressure. So, you know, definitely uh, a bottle or whatever, they ain't going to do it for you. So you got to find other ways to, you know, uh, center your mind. So I definitely meditate now. And it's kind of funny because I was making fun of Buddy, you know, like, what was it, like 10 years ago or something, you know, here I am doing the shit too, you know? <laughs> yeah, the bottle damn sure won't do that. I, had to put, I put that down completely. I haven't yeah, drank yeah, yeah, in, in a while now. It's yeah. been, it's been a lot. I would say a year, but within the year, I probably had maybe three, four shots. Right, right. Definitely. And definitely not high up on the list no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, so just find find something else to basically right. get me high. And I guess that's just, just spirituality and just keeping positive and exactly. You know, just try to inspire and just it's crazy because like um once you have like that positive mindset and like you're focused on something. You don't notice how much time goes by after, like, oh, you be like, oh, it's been like two or three years since I've drank. You don't even notice because time goes by so fast and, like, you just so focused on, like, a mission. And, like, mm-hmm. and sit there drink and I sit there and think about it, like, why I, I seriously used to drink, like, every other day. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you sit there and think about, it, like, how? You know, like, how, how could I do that? Yeah, every so or often like, I get a drink, but, like, it's, it's not like you know, before. Manifestation, you know, like you were saying with the thinking. I call you don't call them manifestations. You know, that that shit really works, man. Mm-hmm. Manifestation really work. If you actually believe in yourself, and it's it really works, man. It really works. 
so you guys have like skills right like i know derek you do graphic designing and frank you do like on carpentry and like um house house things so like do you guys um look to like pass these things down to your children or like these skills or like you want them to venture out on their own kind of like what you guys did um, would, for, oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go there. You go there. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, you know, like my, so me being an artist, right? Like I've always been that. Um, and so, like I said, I re- never really knew my biological father. I know him now, like I'm friends with him on social media, but I've, I've only met the dude face to face once. And that was like maybe a year or two ago, you know? So, but you know, my pops, he was a, a painter and he's crazy at it, but you know, he never did nothing with it. Like he works at a car dealership and then, you know, and, and not to fall, you know, no, no fault um, in that area. Cause Hey, a job is a job, but you know, I'm the one that kind of started the business with it and got it popping it, you know, that way. And now, you got the skills from him though. You got the skills from Oh pops. yeah. You know, definitely got the, you know, the, the, the talent from him. Um, and then now, you know, it's kind of crazy where, you know, even when my son was like, my son is six now, you know, but even when he was like two or three, I got videos of him, you know, impersonate me like he's on my Mac computer, has my phone to his ear, you know, like sitting in my chair like he talking business and it's just nuts. And then now, you know, he's watching, <laughs> like, he'll grab his pencils and, you know, watch YouTube videos, teach himself how to draw. And that just makes me more of a, a animal, you know, more serious about my craft because I'm like, oh, shit, my son is doing this. And he's watching and he's really watching. And, he, and, you know, you hear it all the time. Your kids are watching. But just to, like, know how much mm-hmm. kids really, you know, watch what you're doing. It's like, oh, I could, like, actually pass this down to him. Now, I don't put no pressure on my uh, son or daughter because they, they're both artists. You know, I don't put no pressure on them as far as... Um, you know, trying to come into what I do, but even my daughter, she's mentioned, oh, well, if, you know, nothing pans out. I could always go work for my dad. So I was like, well, shit, I got two kids who's looking to, you know, uh, get something passed down. So I, I I can't play with this. This ain't no joke, you know? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You're trying to get better than you at it. <laughs> uh, right. Oh yeah. And that's the goal. You know, that's hell. My mom always said that, you know, be, be better than me, you know? So that's definitely yeah. something on my kids be, be better than I was, you know, don't, get it together, you know, in your thirties, get it together in your twenties. Cause in my twenties, I was shit getting put in squad cars and doing goofy shit, you know, uh, before I went into the Navy, you know, and I, I had to go into the Navy to, you know, get my fucking head on straight, you know? So, uh, I don't want, I want them to bypass that. I don't want them to have to work for nobody or want for nothing shit right now. My kids, I think, you know, between me and my wife, they got more money than I do shit, honestly. So, <laughs> you know, they definitely can, you know, do what they want, you know, and be free, um, you know, when they get older. So, yeah. No, yeah, I think, I think I definitely, of course you want your, your kids to be like you. And I want my son to be better than me. You know, like Derek said, I'm not going to pressure anything on him. You know, if he wants to be a football player, astronaut, doctor, whatever he loves, I'm going to stand behind him, you know, but of course, like Derek said, I, I'm going to teach him how, you know, not to work for nobody. How, you know, show him how you need the skills. To, uh, if you have any type of skills or know how to use your hands, you can always find work. You know, I could go to Alaska right now, and I'm pretty sure I'll be able to find some work just off just off the skills I have. You know, so yeah, yeah, of course I want my son to be be like me, or whatever. Kids, kids are like yeah, money. exactly. So like, you know, kind of like yeah. inevitable for them to like not do what you do because like my uncle. <laughs> He used to do photography. And it's crazy because I've never even seen him do photography. But, like, I've seen, like, the 
the dark room in the basement and like the old cameras and stuff like that. But like, I guess I don't know how it got translated to me because like, but like, I love taking pictures. Yeah, obviously, I think you guys know I'm a photographer, so yeah, uh huh. Like, you do your thing too, though. That's, 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 crazy. Your thing. that's crazy. I feel like I don't know if it's like a a family thing or like I don't know. It just like naturally kicks in when you get older that you want to do something. And I don't know how it ties into what you see growing up, but it's crazy. yeah, yeah. My fa- my father's a carpenter. My uncle's a carpenters. I seen it. I told myself yeah, I'm either be a carpenter or the NFL. I've known that since probably 10th grade. Mm-hmm. I'm being a carpenter. I'm going to go to the NFL because I see my father get the bag off carpentry on barbershops. I probably what got else? that from him as well. You know, just he showed me a lot. My father always made a lot of money. So, like, so I'm, a... and I'm. All right, go ahead. No, I was about to say, and, and I'm a competitive person, you know, oh, so yeah. I always I always just want to be the best. Mm-hmm. So I secretly wanted to be like my dad, but like a better version of him mm-hmm. in every way and every way I could possible. Yeah, I'm a competitor, too. So, like, um, I was going to ask, because, like, if you're, you have that competitive spirit, I know you say you want your children to be better than you. But do you, like, want to compete or no, I want to be better than you? No, I want to be better than me because my son's going to be better than everyone else's son. You get, what I'm, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's still that's that, that's still me. So that's still my competitiveness. It's going to live through him at that. You know, if my son's better than me, that's awesome. Because that means my son's probably better than everyone else's son. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you know, it sounds a little childish, of course, you know, but that's, you want to, that's you just want how to I, I just got that competitive drive. But it's mm-hmm. also good to have, just like with your friends. Like, I love my friends. I, I want my mm-hmm. friends to do great. I want my friends, if they can, be better than me. But yeah, I secretly that, want to be the best friend out of the group. Yeah, that competitiveness. No, that competitiveness brings out the best in people, anyway. So like, it's better yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. Because because I'm 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 offering you the same information I'm finding out, same shit I'm finding out. Like yo yo yo, dude, this new stock right here. Go check this out. You know, or like mm-hmm. yo, bro. You know, or even on the football field, I tell people, yo, mama, yo, bro, why are you using? Why are you trying to bull rush this guy? You weigh 170 pounds. You just speed <laughs> against him. You know, like I'm, 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 I still want you to be better. You know, awesome. But you're just not gonna be better than me because I'm just gonna. But I'm gonna put the work in to be that good too. I don't just oh I'm the best. I'm, I'm gonna do everything I need to do to be the best. I'm gonna take every step. I'm not gonna skip no steps because I'm only gonna cheat myself. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell people, even working out, you're doing half-ass push-ups and half-ass pull-ups. You, you're not cheating me. You're cheating yourself. Right, right. You know, you want to do you want to do seven and a half and then three little fake ones. You're cheating yourself, homie. You know, you're not cheating nobody else but yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I, I, learned that, I learned that in my family, too, man, that competitiveness. I know my aunt, she always told me, man, you know, if you, why would you even do something if you're not going to try to be the best at it? And so that's something that I... And still in my kids, you know, my, like my daughter, she plays um, um, sports and plays soccer, you know, so it's like, you know, you go out there and you you be the best, you know, and, and to me, it's like there is no other option because then you're just all you're doing if you're not trying to be the best. Now, you ain't got to be perfect and not every day is going to be perfect. But at the end of the day, if you're not competing, then you're wasting time. I, I think the world is, uh, you know, too 
kumbaya-ish, you know, there's... Content. A lot of people content with their lives. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know, oh, everybody gets a trophy type. Nah, like... Oh, know, that, yeah. Nah. No no third place trophies. Nah. No, no, no fourth place. Yeah. No, no, none yeah. of that. Yeah, so we, we're going for the gold up in the Whitfield house. I don't play with that kind of stuff, you know. And I tell my, you know, tell my, definitely be humble, definitely move with respect. You don't have to be cocky, but be great. Fucking amazing at what you do there. I, I I seen I seen a, a professional football player. I forgot his name. He was saying something. He said him and his, his father was driving him to the game. And his father asked him like, "How do you how do you feel about this game?" He goes, "I don't know, Dad. You know, those guys are really big. I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna win." He right. said his father made a U turn and went back home. And he yeah. said, "Yo, you know, like, yo, what the fuck?" His father said, "You know," he said, "I never want you to do something doubting yourself." Right. No, he said, "I never want you to doubt yourself." He said, "I want you to know and believe yourself that you are the best." Exactly. You have to believe in yourself. Exactly. Yeah, I have I have talked to my daughter because, you know, she's like a teenager. So she's more, you know, definitely comprehensive than my son, who's just a shorty, you know. But, you know, I tell her even I was like, you know, even when I first got into graphic design and the art was shitty and it wasn't that great or whatever. And I was just getting my skills back because there was oh. and pretty much my whole time in the Navy. I didn't draw shit. So that was like almost 10 years. I didn't draw. So when I got back into it, you know, it was a little rusty. But I told her, I said, from when I put on that uh, that art head again, I was like, you know, I was like, you couldn't make me believe that I wasn't the best African-American graphic designer in the United States or in the world or whatever. Like, that's what I had to tell myself, even if it was, yep. bullshit, even if it was bullshit. Like, I had to tell myself that to yep. put my boots on and, you know, keep it, keep it moving, you know. Because, yep. or, or, you at least, or you at least tell yourself, like, if I put the work in, I can get there. Exactly. You know, like, if I put the work in, I can be the best. You know, right. I may not be the best right now, but I got the skills and I can be the best. Exactly. You just got to somewhat, somehow believe in yourself. Right. And that again has, you know, when I was saying before, manifestations. Right. As long as you believe in yourself, really, really believe it can actually work out. Right. Sure. Y'all be listening to um motivational speakers. I know oh, yeah. um, ET, yeah. ET the hip hop preacher is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. E. Which one? ET. Yeah. No, I don't think I listened to that one. Oh, he's oh, nah, good. He, he's real good. Definitely like the Black Tony him. Robbins, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Does. I forgot their names, but definitely a few of them I'm listening to. Damn, I, I, how the fuck I forget their names? It's right at the tip of my tongue. But it's definitely a few of them. Yeah, I'll go to sleep listening to some of them. Mm-hmm. Wake up, you know, have it playing while I'm getting ready for work. Yeah. So I was going to ask you guys, um, what are like, as part of being an entrepreneur or a dadpreneur? Because I, I know the word mompreneur is more often used. You never really hear the word dadpreneur. It's like, you you guys don't really get the, the they don't give us time. enough credit. Yeah. <laughs> but like fathers never got enough credit. For sure. Even on Father's Day. But that's another story. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Barely but, um, get anything. But um what are some core values you guys like to you want to like for sure instill into your children? Loyalty, keeping your word. Does that come from entrepreneurship or like just in life in general? Yeah, keep keeping your word is a big one for entrepreneurs, you know, because at the end of the day, the word is all you have as a man. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you tell us that basically, if you tell us just keeping things, you know, it's keeping your word is almost like keeping things around. Yeah, I could take care of you. I could take and you actually go and do it. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, if I had you, mine comes from uh 
you know, be, be, be proud of who you are, be proud of your, you know, your, uh, of your name. There's something in a name, you know, that it means something, you know? And so um, I think everything comes from, you know, loving yourself or being proud of yourself, even with keeping your word that people who don't keep their word, they don't, they don't honor themselves. You know what I mean? They don't have that okay. pride within them. And so to me, pride is everything, not, not foolish pride that I'm talking about, but pride of having a sense of, of worth and value in yourself. That's what, I feel makes you mm-hmm. hurt or be solid as an individual or be loving even, you know, um, hell, I don't even think you can love without having value in yourself. How could you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. that's why. Yeah. How do you teach these things? Uh, with my kids, I, you know, definitely do like, um, definitely do affirmations with them, with my son and daughter. I definitely try to give them some insight of, of the things, um, that I'm doing, you know, uh, try to be the example, always try to be the example, you know, I never let my kids, uh, you know, see me sweat, or I say I can't, you know, I, you know, try to show my kids, you know, that um, basically, um, you just have to go after it every day, no matter how you feel, you know, so um, I think just from my example that, you know, that's how I teach my kids, definitely, you know, talk to them when I can, but it's more so, you know, them watching me do what I do. You know, I think they get the most. Yep, I like I like that one. You said never tell my kids I can't. Right. You know, never tell your kids I can't. It's how can I? How can I do that? It's never I can't. You just gotta you try to teach them how to be problem solvers. Mm-hmm. You know, how to take on things on their own. For sure, for sure. I right, so for people that want to um contact you guys, how would they find you? You can find me on Facebook. I'm on the Facebook at Frank Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I also have another page, Divine Renovations. Another sure. Facebook page. And then I'm on Instagram. I believe it's Missing Link. M-I-S-S-I-N-G-L-I-N-K underscore 369. Mm-hmm. And that's the gram. Those mostly the only two I'm on. For sure. I'll put those in the description. All right. I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram under Whitfield Designs. And then um, on my website, it's WhitfieldDesignsCo.com. For sure, for sure. Hopefully, um, this podcast thing blows up. So, like, the more people that listen to these podcasts, the more people you guys will attract in the, in the end. So, like, that's my goal of this. So, like, when, like... No, it will, it will pop off. No, hopefully, it will pop off. Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate no, that. No appreciate that. No um, I try not to put my expectations too high. That's all. But um, that's the goal. Get everybody. Shit, all my exposure. expectations are extremely high. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm already. A, I'm already a millionaire. It's just I in like a different that. time zone. Yes, sir, I like that. Already a millionaire, brother. So, like, you guys, I got any book recommendations? Go ahead, Frank. I got. I got a couple. I got the one I'm reading now. I'm like halfway into it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. That one's extremely insightful. You know, just basically trying to teach teach me, teach myself how to not work for my money and have my money work for money. And mm-hmm. another one that helped me, Art, Art of Seduction. Okay. You know, they say, you know, it's like conniving in a way, you know, but you can use it for good as well. You know, just... Yeah, so those two, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and explain the book. But yeah, I got sure, I got sure. those two for now. Is that one by Robert Green? Yes, absolutely. All right. He has a bunch of them. 
mm-hmm. art of seduction, art of, art of war, art. 48 laws of power, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got a bunch of them. Yeah, so mine will definitely be uh, definitely 48 laws of power. I, I swear by that book, just because, you know, it teaches <laughs> you how to, you know, uh, move, you know, move around people or, you know, deal with certain situations with intelligence. And then I know I'm a little old school, so I would definitely say I'm a big fan of uh, the book of Proverbs out of like the Bible. And the mm-hmm. reason why it is because it teaches you like, I think it, it's not, um, even though we live in the, you know, live in a different time. Like I think the Proverbs, like actual book out of the Bible, where, how it teaches with money, attitudes, marriage, children. Like I think those principles aren't, um, you know, you can't do without them, just the, the, those certain principles that have foundation. So, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I like for sure definitely um i just want to thank you guys for being here because i know i always say time is money so like you guys being here i'm probably taking away from your business i don't know what you got going on but you being here means a lot so like i just want to thank you for being here again so no problem man no, of right. course of course thanks for having me for sure it was a pleasure thank you thank you i'll catch y'all Oh, with y'all businesses. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. All right, fellas. You have a good night. You too, right, man. Peace. And that's a wrap on another episode. I uh, hope you learned a thing or two. Drop a like, comment. Let me know what you think. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at speakonit7. And also, if you're a father, think about starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur. Um, I hope this gave you some confidence to start a business. So until next time, peace. <laughs>